You are listening to Traditionally Modern with JNC. Buckle in as they discuss all things relationships, dating, personal growth, and how they navigate traditional love in today's modern society. Please welcome your hosts, Josh and Christina. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of Traditionally Modern, where we're going to be covering today something I'm super passionate about, and I know Christina is too, your past traumas and triggers and what healing from them actually looks like. Yeah, this is a whole topic and episode in itself and it's really how do we break that toxic cycle and those patterns from our past relationships Mm. and I think this correlates heavily into the last episode we did because a lot of the reasons why we act the way we do and think the way we do is because we're still carrying those traumas and triggers from our past into every relationship we are in moving forward. Right, absolutely. I, I I genuinely believe that at this point, if you're past the age of 25, 90% of people have experienced at least one bad, unhealthy, or toxic relationship. Like, I'm fully confident in that. 100%. And I think the biggest issue is when we find ourselves carrying those toxic patterns into that next relationship, we're so quick to get into an argument or a disagreement with our partner and we just mm. self-sabotage that relationship by cheating or lying or giving up and just deciding, hey, we're going to break up because that's the easy way out. And a lot of us try to validate those actions by saying, well, no, that person was just too crazy or we just argue too much or that's just not my person, but that's, that's not the problem. You don't not get along because you have a problem with each other. You mm-hmm. have a problem with yourself. And that's why when we don't take the time to fix our traumas and triggers from our past relationships, we continue to bring those into every relationship moving forward. So the problem's not who we're choosing as partners, but it's all internal. And we're going to continue to carry those toxic patterns and cycles into every relationship with us if we don't fix them and at the end of the day we can sit there and choose to either be in that relationship we're currently in with that person and work through our bullshit together or we're going to carry that bullshit into our next relationship but those toxic cycles they're not going to break until you decide to turn within and fix yourself that's 100 percent true now do you think it's do you think people are self-sabotaging or do you think it's coming from a place of fear and defense I think it's both I mean it really depends on how you look at it but I can speak for myself when I say that I have self-sabotaged some of my relationships Mm. I've there's a few times that I've tried to (laughs) self-sabotage ours but given who you are and who I am and how we've worked through that we didn't allow that to happen Okay, so how do people self-sabotage while they're in a relationship? Creating arguments or insecurities or... Or false false perceptions of reality. Right, false perceptions of reality. 
of things that might have happened in my past relationships mm. that I'm almost predicting that they're going to happen in our relationship and already mm-hmm. I'm going on the defense thinking I need to protect myself and put my guard up because this guy's going to hurt me and instantly we go into putting that armor around us to protect ourselves mm-hmm. expecting the same things that happened in our past to happen in the now right and why is that because I didn't do the inner work to fix those traumas and triggers and heal myself fully to realize that you are not my past and I am not my past and I need to forgive that and move forward and start fresh. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think you're necessarily wrong for thinking it that way. Right. You know, of having that level of mistrust. There's a difference from trusting and then or having trust issues and recognizing patterns. And I think that's what a lot of people can get wrong is that they say I have trust issues. And so I'm going to self-sabotage, you know, us or this relationship when they think that they're recognizing patterns that just don't Mm -hmm. exist. And I know that has, that's one thing I personally am very aware about is I, I, I can recognize patterns, you know? Um, But also I give you the ability to be able to build my trust, you know, because at the end of the day, just because we get into a committed relationship with each other does not mean that I just willingly give you all my trust, you know, and we both experienced this, you know, in our past. And, you know, when you fully give someone your trust, that's when, that's when we've gotten hurt the most. And so it's hard to go back on that. Trust is always earned, not given. And and to your point, that's why I didn't self-sabotage in this relationship because I I did the inner work. I did the healing. And obviously, we're always healing. But Mm -hmm. I did a lot of healing for my last relationship before I met you that I was able to come into this and recognize that the patterns from my last relationship and the relationship I have with you were night and day. So I was able to see that and be like, okay, these trust issues aren't stemming from patterns that are reoccurring. These These are stemming from internal traumas and triggers that I still need to work on. And I always say that a relationship Mm -hmm. will be a mirror image of the areas you still need to heal within yourself that are not healed. Yeah, that's amazing. And one of the things that I really value about you is, is, and, you know, speaking upon those things, like, you know, you had mentioned about, you know, oh, there's times where, you know, you potentially was almost self-sabotaging our relationship. And, you know, luckily, I'm a pretty aware guy. Um, we have both came from very similar past. So I, I understood and I was patient. To say I wasn't frustrated at times, I'd be lying. But one thing that made it easier on my end was you would take some time kind of you would turn you would turn within yourself and you would come to me and say Josh you know this specific situation I realized that you know this is was triggering for me from my past and this is what I recognize and I love you and um, I appreciate you and I, I I value you and that would get us back on track and if so if so many more people could have that level of humility and willingness to express that and see that, I think so many more relationships would 
would either go the distance or last a lot longer. I think the same goes for like vice versa is, you know, there were many things that I would go out and do and be in a long distance relationship, maybe me going out with friends and, you know, things that might have triggered you in your past. Mm -hmm. I think because I understood your past traumas and triggers and I was able to be understanding of them, I was able to kind of comfort you in those situations to help you realize I am not your past and you don't have to worry. And I think that gave you a sense of security Mm -hmm. and reassurance when similar situations would come up that would remind you of past traumas that you might have. And you know me, I can be pretty stubborn. We both can be, but you know, I I can be pretty stuck in my ways at times. And you stubborn (laughs) just a little bit. But it allowed me to have enough humility of the situation to really look at it and say, you know what, I may not know it all. And that it, it's totally true. You're a totally per- different person in front of me. But it all comes down to the intention of that person, who they are, their heart, their mind. Right. Their, their values. Morals, their values. Exactly. So I think a lot of people just try to look at an individual and be like, well, you're similar to my past. You're acting similar or mm. certain actions that you're doing correlate to actions that have been done to me in the past. But like you said, we have to understand it's two different individuals with two different intentions. Regardless if the action is similar, the motive is not. You know, although you and I have came from very similar past, past relationships and so forth, the way we look at it afterwards and going forward, I think you and I differ a little bit. And we've talked about this plenty of times in the past, but I'm the type of person that if you do me dirty, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to be nice to you. I don't want to be caring. I don't want to be loving. I don't want to be anything. Like you get ice coldness from me. And oftentimes I have realized that that has turned into a level of resentment and and anger, which I will say sometimes has proven to be healthy for me in my direction that I needed to go in life and my future. But you have allowed me to open my mind up to a little bit about forgiveness. And just, I would love to hear you speak to the people listening, kind of your take on that. Yeah, I am. Um... I personally love this subject because I think a lot of people have such a hard time forgiving and we hold onto our past so tightly sometimes and it creates us to harbor so much resentment and bitterness towards those who hurt us, Mm. whether that be family, friends, ex-partners, and we allow this, what I called love wound, to affect our sense of interconnectedness to others. And our capacity at what we are capable of loving ourselves and loving others. And so many people, I feel like, want to avoid this pain instead of healing it. So they resort to medicating themselves through like excessive alcohol, drugs, sexual pursuits, avoided tendencies. Wow. But we have to feel it in order to heal it. And how do you do that? How do you allow yourself to forgive? Well, first, I think it's 
grieving through those emotions, honoring and acknowledge those feelings, mm-hmm. and then taking responsibility for your life and see where may you may have gone wrong and what you allowed yourself to tolerate. And I think this is where forgiveness can come in and not only forgiving the people who hurt you, but forgiving yourself. Mm. What is that's you know that's a big one right it's like forgiving yourself mm-hmm. like what does that look like you know it's like what is there to forgive it's yourself right you were in the right you did everything you you were the best boyfriend girlfriend wife everything you could possibly be what is there well, to forgive not necessarily i mean we talked about this in our first episode becoming you know toxic breeds toxic So if you found yourself in a toxic relationship, most likely you've become toxic as well. Mm. And you need to forgive yourself for allowing yourself to not only tolerate that toxic behavior, but also to condone in it. And you also need to forgive yourself for not knowing any better, for not protecting Mm. and loving yourself enough to walk away from what harmed you. That's... Gosh, that's so good. You know, that makes me think of like, that makes me think of a lot of clients that I have coached who have came out of toxic situations, um, who have came to me and said, Josh, I keep attracting toxic individuals. Like, how do I stop this? And they have so much guilt within themselves and they put the burden on them. And I've told them, you know, I've told them this every time I've told people this all the time is you're never going to stop attracting toxic people. You can have, you can identify red flags, you can have boundaries, you can have standards, but at the end of the day, most of the time, a toxic individual that comes into your life, you're not going to know they're toxic until three, six months later, maybe even years. And people like beat themselves up so bad and so heavily on them finding themselves in these situations when at the end of the day, there's nothing to feel bad about because you have just been all, you're just a loving, caring person at the end of the day. And you see someone for their good and not so much their bad. And I think that's a big portion of the forgiveness piece and forgiving yourself to say, you know what? I forgive myself for, for being able to put up with this. But I, th- I think personally, you should give yourself praise because when you finally do find a healthy person and a person who is good for you, gosh, that relationship is going to be beautiful. I remember a conversation you and I had and we were kind of discussing exes and stuff like that. And you started to go down the rabbit hole of forgiveness. And I never necessarily seen it that way and some of the things you had told me and have shed light on is that although you can say you forgive them or you're past that you know past hurt and betrayal you're still harboring and holding on to something right and what i was doing is i was holding on to a lot of anger i was holding on to a lot of hatred And it wasn't, it was more passive than anything. It wasn't like, you know, I was just going all around town, just hating my exes, but it was more so anytime the topic of discussion would come up, I would be very vocal about it and it'd be quite aggressive. 
and you had encouraged me to get to a point to be able to release that because at the end of the day, I was tarnishing my integrity and the love that I was able to provide for people and just the the energetic love that I was able to give. And I had saw it from that perspective and I had thought to myself, I said, you know, that's true. You know, obviously, you know, me and in my perspective when it comes to communication and exes and and all that stuff like that. And that's not going to change. But there can be a level of changing it from practicality instead of bitterness and anger. Right. And uh, I remember telling you that forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is for yourself. And I remember Mm, when we first started talking, a lot of the content you posted and all good content but I remember telling you, I felt like you were holding on to so much hate and resentment towards your mm-hmm. past and your past relationships. And I was. I was. And it showed. And I was like, God, you preach so like passionately about some of these topics and things. And I know that you've been hurt. And I know that it sucks. And, it, and I know you want to just get it out there. But I was like, you have to let it go. And mm-hmm. it's at the end of the day, it's just to be able to forgive and realize like, hey, we didn't work out and that's okay. And I'm not perfect Mm -hmm. and you're not perfect, but I forgive you. And you don't have to forget what happened to you, but you need to just let go. And I think a lot of people think, well, I'm over my past. I let go of it. Still being attached to your past does not mean that you are still in love with that individual. You can still be attached to your past in a negative way, and that can still be holding you back from moving mm. forward. And I remember telling you that. And I was oh, like, so you've you got to forgive the bad, the good, the ugly, and everything in between, because that's preventing mm-hmm. you from being your best self. I've come to learn that sometimes the greatest blessings are in the redirection. And I remember telling you Mm. how I handled forgiveness with my past relationships. And it took a lot for me to get to this point. But I got to a point where I was able to look at my ex-partners in the face and say, I forgive you for your actions. I forgive you. I forgive myself for mine. I forgive this relationship and the toxicness of it. And at the end of the day, I thank you. I thank you for teaching me what I don't Mm. want. I thank you for showing me what I do want. Because I wouldn't be where I am today had it not been for those lessons, those trials and tribulations. And I think that's really what it comes down to is being able to see those lessons as blessings and let it help us grow and direct us to be better for our next relationship and for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when we were on this topic, I had explained to you that, you know, kind of the method to my madness. And, you know, although you and I had differed from like, hold, like, you know, you're like, you're still holding on to something. And I didn't at the at the time, understand that, you know, I'm like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not holding on to anything. Like, I'm, I'm over that. That's long gone. Right. But I started to see it a little bit and um, understand it. And I remember I had explained to you how, you know, because of my situation, it was a little unique that I had to be the way I had to be 
and think the way that I had to think and feel the way that I had to feel as a way to maintain my guard and keep my defense up and to essentially ensure that I wasn't being taken advantage of or manipulated. And when we had had that conversation, I sat on it for about a day and I actually sent my ex in text. And I remember you telling me that and I was very proud of you. Absolutely. And it was, it was extremely difficult to do, you know, and it was, I, I just, I, I essentially, you know, expressed my forgiveness and, and, and gratitude for everything that had happened in the past, because I will tell you right now, had that, had everything in my past not have happened, would not have put me in the position that I am now in life, which my life is so much better than what I was, you know, two, three, five, six years ago. And it has put me in a position and led me to a point in life to where, you know, I've met you and, um, you know, which is, you're one of the most beautiful, amazing women that have ever came into my life. And I'm super grateful for that. And I think a lot of people could look back on their lives and their, their past relationships and say, why is this continuing to happen to me? I just don't think you're giving it enough time to let it, let it do its work because there's always a silver lining in everything. Yeah, there's a quote I like to say is things happen for you, not to you. And I think oftentimes we forget that there is always something better on the other side of what you're going through. And people have a really tough time getting themselves out of the mud Mm -hmm. and onto the other side of what's waiting for them because they're so stuck in, well, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just look at it as what is this teaching you? Right. And I think this is something you and I have nearly perfected even before we met each other is that we can look back on our past failures, maybe the difficult situations we went through are currently going through or the ones that we know we're going to go through and look at it and say, what am I going to learn from this? And I want to acknowledge your point that forgiveness is not easy. It's really hard and takes a strong individual to be able to look at their past or someone who hurt them or even to look at themselves and be like I forgive you for the choices you've made for your actions for my actions and to really just let that go but I'm just proud of you because I think you've come a really long way since we first met and I think I've opened up your mind to a lot of things as you have opened up mine and we're always healing it's a work in progress but I'm proud of you and myself and I think we are growing and learning from each other and it's a very beautiful journey when you're able to come together and heal together what do you do when you have recognized that you've been in a toxic relationship you've been in a toxic past and it's affecting how you think how you operate how you view people and how you operate relationships at the end of the day or maybe even a marriage what are the things you do? And, you know, I think this is something out you're and I like, and this is the, the healing journey that everybody talks about, right? I'm in my my healing journey. journey. I'm working on myself. (laughs) I think at the end of the day, you're always always in your healing journey. It never stops, you know, because I like to say this, you know, wounds turn into scabs and scabs turn into scars Although you may be fully healed, the reminder is always there. It's so true. 
And people just, when they think of their healing journey, and they like, how do you heal? How do you heal? And I always tell people, you're looking at the end goal. Healing, it's not about being healed. It's about how the process of healing is. For you and I, we've taken very similar but different paths when it comes to our healing journey. Yeah. I mean, I think, like you said, we're always healing. And we're always evolving and growing and learning and unlearning. And I like to call it a beautiful, ugly process because it is. Healing is messy. (laughs) It's ugly. And that's why a lot of people don't want to do it. It's work. People don't want to put in the work because they're – it is. It's and, uncomfortable. You know, there's going to be days where you fall short, and that's okay. Forgive yourself and keep going. Because I promise you, there is no better feeling than when that switch just flips and your mindset changes and your perception shifts and everything just aligns. And mm. then those negative thoughts don't consume mm. you anymore. And you're just filled with love and positivity and learning to love yourself and who you are and who you're becoming. And you start to see the good in everything around you. And I think when we let go of our past and our need to control the future, that's where our anxiety and fears will wash away. And we finally find ourselves just here and now in this present moment. And that's when you're finally going to find peace. And that's when you're finally going to be able to recognize I'm healing. Absolutely. And, you know, what I think a lot of people can, and I know I've struggled with this, Christina, I know you have struggled with this, is when you have actually done the work, like actionable things, you know, you've read the podcast, you've read the articles, you've read the books, you've done the meditation, you've you've gone to the gym, you've gotten your body right, you've gotten your diet right, your money right, the list goes on. Every aspect of ways you can heal, you're doing it, and something triggers you. And then all of a sudden that anxiety comes back and we can often look at that and say, did I heal at all? Did I, what was this past three, six months to a year worth? Because now I still feel the same way I felt back that time that I wasn't healing. I think it comes down to awareness. We're always going to be triggered. Mm. I'm triggered very often Mm -hmm. in our relationship but I'm aware of why I'm being triggered and that's where your healing comes in it's not to say you're not going to be triggered you're not going to be upset or bothered by things anymore that doesn't go away and I don't think that ever will go away but I think it's stepping into that awareness of the why behind that feeling where you're able to recognize it And then you're able to sit back and become present and adjust your mindset in that moment to realize Mm -hmm. this is not reality. This is my past. And I'm recreating my future and dictating my future based off of things that had happened to me in my past. That is so beautiful. An analogy I like to use is your healing journey is like building a house with no experience. Mm -hmm. And you can oftentimes start building that house and you build the foundation and all of a sudden you start building the walls and a big gust of wind comes in and blows the walls down. And you're like, what was all this worth? Well, guess what? 
you still have the foundation intact. So you're much further now than you would would have been three, six months, years ago. Right, because now you're starting with a foundation instead of starting from scratch. You have mm-hmm. the blueprint. Absolutely. Now you just need to... You have the blueprint. Then what is the key? With all that understanding of your past, your your traumas, your bad relationships, what's the key to having a healthy relationship in this crazy society? In order to have a solid relationship, you have to build a solid foundation. And I saw this quote the other day, and it said, it is not the beauty of a building you should look at, it's the construction of which it was built with that's going to help it stand the test of time. When you think about that, it's so true. And the same goes for a relationship. I could not agree more. So with all of that, how does it affect that new relationship? That new relationship you get into that you know is good for you. And you're trying to navigate that. You're still in your healing journey. Or maybe you've done your healing journey and you're just trying to maintain it. And that's what we'll be talking about in episode four. So stay tuned. Yeah.